There's constant inspiration in life. There are unendless possibilities. Welcome to the ministry of Dr. Albert Femi Oduole, the presiding pastor of Triumphant Assembly Churches International. Get inspired, lest you expire. Oh yes, Praise God. Let us pray. Fathers, thank you, Lord, for the privilege of sharing your word. Let your word come with part this morning. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody say, Amen. John chapter 14, verse 12 is a very terrific scripture. And 13 and 14, that is where the theme of this convention is taken from. And I love the way it starts. It says, Verily, verily. In the, in the Bible, the Bible says, You don't swear by heaven, it's God's um, throne. You don't swear by the earth, it's God's footstool. So in those days, how do I convince somebody what I'm saying is true? So all through the Old Testament, you're going to discover if there is an argument upon something. If I look at Pastor Shegwell, Okay, and I say that suit is mine and he said no the blazer is mine and we are gay all I need to do is to put my right hand on my chest and my left up and say verily I say unto you once I say verily I can't be lying nobody says verily and lie so in the Old Testament you will see a prophet say verily I say verily I say verily I say but nobody ever says verily verily until Jesus comes and when Jesus came, he will say, verily, verily, I say unto you. And what he says verily, verily about are the most craziest things. That is why one day he was talking, he said, verily, verily, I say unto you. Me and God, we are the same thing. Ah! Even if you want to lie, lie. Why do you want to lie? You say, verily, verily. So if you see Jesus say, verily, verily, that is the most important thing he wants to say. He wants to say to you something you naturally won't believe. I preached a message years ago. I titled it Verily, Verily. You might not want to just take your Bible and study Verily, Verily. So when you see Verily, Verily in the Bible, pause and ponder and look at it because what he wants to say next is crazy. So he said, Verily, Verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. Do you know that's crazy? Because they've never seen anybody do the things he does before. Oh, in Acts chapter, in John chapter 3, Nicodemus came by night and said, no man can do the things that you do. No man can do the things that you do. That's what Nicodemus said. No man can do the things that you do except God be with him. And he now said, those things that I do, you will do also. Then he now said, greater works. Ah! He needed to have said verily, verily. Perhaps nobody will have believed. And you know what he was saying, like every Sam said yesterday, it's not really just the quality, it's the quantity. So what Jesus was saying is that, listen to me very carefully, verily, verily, I say unto you, the things that I've done, you will do also and greater. Which means his intention is that his sons and daughters will do more than he has done. So this morning, in the next 30, 40 minutes, I want to talk to you in what I call greater than your fathers. Hallelujah. Lift up your hand and say after me, say, I want to be greater than my father. I know you're afraid because Reverend Victor is in the house. But say it again. Say, I want to be greater than my father. One of the things you need to realize is that the desire of Jesus is the fact that by now we will have done so much it will be unbelievable. 
Because he wants the disciples to do greater and the ones that we bath to do greater and the ones that we bath to do greater. The desire of a real father is that his sons will do greater than him. That was why when God said to David and said, David, you can't build me a house. Your hand is full of blood. And David said, we will build you a house. And God said, Solomon, David laughed. You know what David did? He bought everything Solomon we need. I kept on saying, no wonder they called the temple the temple of David, not the temple of Solomon. Why? Solomon didn't build it, he assembled it. David actually built it because he wants his son to be greater. This is the real deal. The real deal is the fact that if we only do what Reverend Victor had done, then we have all memos miscribble. Reverend Victor's vision, Reverend Victor's dream is that we will do greater. So when we are talking about greater works, he's not just talking about Reverend Victor. He's talking about what some of us that had come out of him, we do through him. Oh, Proverbs 48. He said that, oh, I love it. He said the way the path of the righteous is like a shining light. It gets brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter onto a perfect day. One of the questions you ask, why did he not just say he goes brightest? Because in God there is no brightest. When you get to brighter, you discover brighter. Then you get to brighter, then you discover brighter. Then you get to brighter, you discover brighter. That is why I love the message translation. He said the part of right living people will glow with light. And the longer they live, the brighter they shine. I am telling you something. If you think I'm shining now, check me out in 10 years time. Check me out in 20 years time. You know, you will know I'm 50. I will have grown some hair. Put patting between my head. Order for jeans from Italy. There is no old man in Zion. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. The longer I live, the brighter I shine. In God, there's no diminishing returns. It gets better and better and better and better and better and better. If I'm rich today, I'll be richer tomorrow. If I'm fine boy, no pimples today, I'll be finer tomorrow. If I'm anointed today, I'm more anointed tomorrow. If I do works today, it's gonna be greater. My tomorrow is brighter than my today. It gets better and better. That is why God said, Greater works. Oh, glory to God. Than this. Than this. So the plan of God, oh my God. The plan of God is that we do greater. Is that we do greater. And that is why every generation must be an improvement on the former generation. Somebody was complaining. Oh, and I feel like I can talk to Ross here in this house. He said, oh, Bishop Oedebo, why is he handing over to his sons now? I thought he was going to hand over to his house. I said, what you don't know is that when he was younger, he could do a lot. But the long older he grows, the more resources God had given him in vision, in material things, in everything. But all of a sudden, he discovered that his strength at 40 is not his strength at 20. His strength at 50 is not his strength at 40. His strength at 60 is not his strength at 50. And he must have been thinking, if I'm feeling like this, it's likely Abiyoye is feeling like that. Hello? It's likely Afalabi is feeling like this. So what do we do? Let's put the resources behind younger men. So that we have a longer time. If we had had these resources younger, we could have done more. So let's put it so that they can do greater. But the question you need to ask yourself, 
How come this generation and some generation are not doing greater? I'm going to just mention three things that might be the reason why we're not doing greater. Number one, follow. Somebody say follow. Before you can do greater than your father, you need to follow the father. One of the problems we have is the fact that a lot of us, we are too smart to follow. Whenever I can, I talk sometimes, our heart is burdened for our generation. Our generation in those days were the most anointed. They had revelation, but they followed nobody. The Bible says in, in Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12, follow after them who through faith and patience. So you follow God, you follow man. Oh, our generation had revelation. Our generation followed again. Our generation read books. And you know something very funny. We have nothing to show for it because they followed nobody. Pastor Shekun, please come. Pastor Bumi, come. Pastor Bionu, come. The Bible said, follow after them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. The plan of God for us is that we should follow. In Luke chapter 5 verse 1, it's very interesting. The Bible said, it came to pass. People pressed to hear the word of God. And in verse 2, Jesus saw two sheep. The two of you stay here. Please, you stay here. Jesus saw two sheep. Have you ever thought of it? The Bible said he saw two sheep and he entered into one. Why did he choose that one? I don't know. If I later on we discover this must be bigger because it takes two people to man this one, only one to man this one. I discover later on these guys have more background. This guy. Why did he choose this one? I don't know. He saw two boats. The Bible did not tell us one was finer. The Bible did not tell us one was bigger. The Bible just said he saw two boats and entered into one. Listen to me very carefully. I just discovered the reason. It's because he's a man at that time. He can't enter two boats at the same time. That is why if God chose you, it's not because you are smarter, it's because you are chosen. It's not because you are finer, it's because you are chosen. Touch your neighbor and say, I'm chosen, I'm chosen, I'm chosen. Let your shoulder pad come down. You are not pastoring that church because you are more anointed. You are pastoring it because you are chosen. It's not because you can preach better. It's because you are chosen. If you are chosen, you are chosen. You might be older, but it's chosen. You might be fine, I chosen. You know what I've discovered? Somebody said, well, I'm smart. You didn't choose your brain. He gave you the brain. I'm fine. You didn't make yourself fine. He made you fine. You said I got married because of my lips, my tips, and my fingertips. He gave you the lips. He gave you the hips. He gave you the fingertips. You didn't get it yourself. He gave it to you. Touch your neighbor and say, chosen, chosen. Some people are too proud. You are chosen. Reverend Ken and I talk sometimes. How come God has blessed us out of our generation? We are chosen. I went to a meeting, Reverend Victor, once I was disappointed. They were big names in those days. But their preaching didn't move me. And we were going and I told her, I said, I'm just surprised. But the, that the message seems watery. Is it that they don't study Reverend Victor laughed. You know the way Rev laughs? laughs. He's doing it now. And he said, what you don't know is that no matter how long some people study, they don't see what you see. Ah! Ah! 
majesty there I said God thank you for making me see what I see it's not because I'm smart it's because I see it's not because I'm good it's because I'm seen it's not because I'm holy it's because God trusts me It's because of the way I walk that I'm attracted to people. It's my cat walk. People do dog walk and they're still not attracted. It's not because you pray. People pray more than you pray. It's because you are chosen. It's not because you fast. People fast more than you fast. It's because you are chosen. It's not because you are connected. People are more connected. It's because you are chosen. Lift up your hand and say, Thank you, Lord, for choosing me. It's not because of your diet that you look good. People that diet more than you are dead. Some of the books you read to diet to look healthy, the author is dead. Chosen. One of, every Tuesday when I'm in church, I do question and answer. And one guy asked me a very funny question. When he asked me the question, everybody said, Ah! I said, No, it's a good question. He said, Reverend, I'm so sorry. I want to ask you, why are you our father? Is it because you fast more, you pray more, you read more? I said, it's because I preach better than your father. I'm of all men most miserable. I have not read somebody that can preach better. It is because I pray more. There must be a stupid father that there's nobody here that prays better. I said, the only reason I'm your father is because I'm chosen. Praise God. TJ didn't marry me because I'm too handsome. There are more handsome men. It's because I'm chosen. <laughs> Glory to God. He saw two boats entered into one. And the Bible said in verse 3, he entered into one that belonged to Simon Peter. And he said, Go, let's go into the deep. And he took him away and said, Launch down in the deep. And he launched down in the deep. And he caught a multitude of fishes. Then verse 7 messed me up. Because something very funny was the fact that the Bible never mentioned the name of these guys. If our servant said, when he caught fishes, they beckoned to the others. Ah, others, others. I used to hate that name, others. In those days, they would invite me to a meeting. Then they would say, preaching at Bishop Korokoro, Apostle Zobo Zobo, and many others. I would say, excuse me, am I not preaching the meeting? They said, you are preaching. Where is the night? I said, where is my name? And many others. Ah, my father did not name me and many others. My mother did not name me and many others. When did I become and many others? Ah! And we preach them. We say your preaching is powerful. But next year and many others. If I've stopped preaching, they will not hear my name today. Your name might not be known now, but it's a matter of time. Nobody might recognize you now, but it's a matter of time. You might not be sitting in front today, but it's a matter of time. How many? Others. Others. But you know what, what's funny? The Bible now said in verse 7 that when he caught fishes, he beckoned to them. You know beckon? Ah. He picked him here. He took him into the deep. Then they caught fishes. He beckoned. How did they see his hand? From the deep. Which means these guys are smart. When he saw them together. 
and you pick this guy, this by this, they follow. You might not choose me, but I'm not momotious. I don't care. If it's the other guy you choose me, I will follow. I'm not a stupid entity. My father did not raise a fool. The way these guys look, that he picked this guy, they must be going towards Bemu. Whatever he does to this guy, I must be close enough to catch my own. I'm not a stupid entity. I will follow. The reason why you are not blessed is not because you are not chosen. The reason why you are not blessed is because you did not follow. When God calls your friend, follow. When God chooses your junior brother, carry his back. When your friend is getting married, be the RSVP. Whatever God does to your friend, know that if God chooses him and I hang around him, the overflow is coming to me. Because God never blessed without overflow. My cup runneth over. Okay, I said, God, why did my cup run over? God said, well, I know the size of your cup, but I like to show off. So you need to hang around because you show off, we come to you. Are you listening to me? If God bless your friend, be excited. If God bless your friend with a car, go and ride in it. Ask him, how does he walk? Increase his speed, let me see. Let the AC blow to my direction. Because if God is doing it for you, it's a matter of time. The same God overall is rich unto all. What he has done for Taye, he will do for Kende. If the who better gets ready, if God is blessing your neighbor, God is in the neighborhood. I've seen people. The guy comes to church looking beautiful, handsome, well packaged. Then he was hanging around you and proposed to your friend. Have you seen that kind of a thing before? Hanging around you powerfully. Then proposed to your friend. Then to make matters worse, your friend said, Come and be the chief bridesmaid. You say, Me, like me. Never. I'm not even coming. Mumushio's entity. What you don't know is that the plan of God is that the best man from London handsome like me, rich like Reverend K, posing like Reverend Victor. Ah! You don't know that is a person God has in mind for you. And you will meet him at the wedding. The reason why you are not married is not because you are not chosen by the first guy. It's because you did not follow follow, follow and the Bible said when this guy had an overflow and he did not know what to do, he beckoned to them and both of the ships were filled and both were sinking if you follow you will soon discover that the blessing will fill your own boat and I'll rather follow than be the original guy, he pays more you do less stress and get all the reward. I saw one complimentary car. What is the title of the guy? Chief so so and so, the friend of the governor. Very powerful guy. What's his title? Friend of governor. 
He did not spend money campaigning. He did not waste his time campaigning. I'm your friend. When you get there, if anybody needs contract, they need to come through me, care. I'm the friend of the governor. Ah, the friend of the governor. EFCC can't carry him. The friends of the governor. Paper does not criticize him. The friend of the governor. He does not have problem with DSS. Ah, he's good to follow. Which of the both got the best of the harvest? We don't know. But it's likely to be theirs because it's bigger. If you follow sometimes, you get the best of the deal. I'm the one that sings most in the choir. I sing treble. They now make your kid the head of choir. That sings terrible. It's not by voice we choose. And who tells you that the plan of God for you is not to be the next choir leader? But you walk away before your time. Then the Bible now told us that the guys here, he said they are both sink. And he said, he said, beckon to the others. And in the other sheep were James and John, the sons of Zebedee. We eventually know their name. <laughs> Then we eventually know your name. So I'm the one moving the protocol. Nobody recognize me. Keep on moving the protocol. It's a matter of time. When John Guma mature, who don't know go. You are doing the work. Somebody is taking the credit. Keep on moving the work. That is do you know James and John, the sons of Zebede? Their father is Zebede, chief Zebede of Zebede Fisheries Incorporated. If I Zebede and Sons Incorporated Limited. And these are James and John, the sons of Zebede. They are the sons of the Sons Incorporated. And Jesus did not even recognize them. But it's a matter of time. And you know what I love in verse 10? Give me verse 10. Come on, quickly, quickly, quickly. Who is there? And Jesus. And so also James and John, sons of Zebedee, we were partners with Simeon. And Jesus said unto, Jesus said unto Simon, follow me, I will make you fishers of men. Give me verse 11. Look at, and when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all. <laughs> Jesus said, Simeon, follow me. They said, a war. A war. You didn't call us. It does not matter. We don't care. You think we are bullshit? You did not call us again. No lie. You call Simeon. I'm not Simeon, but today my name is James Simeon Zebede. I'm John Simeon Zebede. Simeon, they forsook all. Ah. Oh, go to three people. Tell them follow, 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 follow. I have a prophetic word for you. Follow, 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 follow. Follow, 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 follow. You know the shocking thing? The Bible says every time Jesus is talking, one guy puts his head on his shoulder. It's not Peter, it's John. <laughs> Jesus, when he wanted to die, he said, Mother, look at your son. Son, look at your mother. It's not Peter, it's John. If you follow In those days, all I do is follow Rev. When he's laying out some people, I just follow him. When he's not looking, 
You don't fall down. Okay. Okay. I'll be praying that grave will move towards the side where TJ is sitting. I went there, moved there, and lay on some people, and the reverend is not looking. Just follow. Just follow. You don't know the benefits that's in following. Put your hands together for them. Thank you for listening to this message. We know that with the level of inspiration you have just received, your victory is assured. For more information about our ministry, or should you wish to contact us, please log on to www.wordablazeonline.org. We await your testimonies. Remember, get inspired. Let you expire. To the right. Oh, clap my hands. Oh, somebody, somebody, stop your feet.